Hey, y'all. It's Jason here with Good Mistake Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Good Mistake Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork. Heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's Breakfast with Fish. It's a happy Monday in football town. Uh, we've got a Cowboys preseason football game. I prefer to call them an exhibition rather than preseason because uh, this is still an expanded practice as far as I'm concerned, or should be, but I'm still fired up about it. The Cowboys come home uh, to Frisco slash Arlington here in a couple of days. We'll all be at AT&T Stadium. We invite you to come with us. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. This is the Fishbowl. That is a star. Right over there is AT&T Stadium, where we will set up camp. I got a, uh, I've got a top 10 for you. It's not hot takes. It's just fact-based opinions on all things Cowboys, as the cat is trying to get in to the Fishbowl, which makes perfect sense. Uh, I shout out to Broken Halo in the Uncle Fish store with the straight dope, no bullshit caps, which is the way we roll. The Doomsday t-shirts. This is the second most popular shirt in the store. As you might imagine, Texas Coast offense, she's a rolling. Uh, go check out the Uncle Fish store and go have some fun in there. Uh, I think you'll be in for a lot of laughs. Who stole the bell? Usually when I can't find the bell, it means it's grandson's time here in Marsh's mansion, but no, this time it was just my own fault. And here we go, straight dope, no boast. Your comments, your questions, and your criticisms are, of course, welcome. And we also invite you, of course, to subscribe to what we do here. It's absolutely free. Hit that like button that beats the algorithms. And again, spread the word as you follow along here, almost 65,000 strong. And when we do hit the magical 65,000 number, we're giving away some outstanding cowboy-related prizes, including NFL-sanctioned goodies. Huffnuts, I'm wearing my Texas Coast Offense t-shirt right now, as are many. If you get that t-shirt now, you will probably end up being the second on your block because almost everybody on every, every block already has one, including a bunch of people that we see in Oxnard. And I bet you will see some at the stadium on <clears throat> Saturday afternoon as well. And here we go, a fish top 10 takes. <clears throat> Item number 10. I wish Mozzie wouldn't have said that. Because there are really guys who don't like football. There are really guys, I like to tell it in a basketball sense. You, there, there's a lot of seven foot players in the NBA who don't like basketball, who don't even like sports, but they were in the seventh grade. They were six foot six. And the coach said, guess what you are, son. You're no longer a flute player, a flutist, a flautist, whatever. You're a basketball player. And the next thing you know, uh, the cheerleaders like him. He's getting free grades and he gets to go to college and got his, and, and away we go. Same thing can happen in football. And Mozzie did. He, it wasn't like he was laughing when he said this, but he's, I swear to you, he's trying to make a point. I like hitting people in the mouth, and it just so happens that a legal way to do that is to play football. That's what he should have said. Now, what, I'm going to ask Mozzie Smith to be as eloquent as Mike Fisher? Come on, that's impossible. Rolando, Fish, how roomy are the shirts? I'd say... 
this is this is a double XL and it's baggy on me. And I'm 6'1, 206. Jacked. Part Minnesota ice, part Texas steel. I wish Mozzie wouldn't have said it because of the way it's going to be either construed or misconstrued. Because you know exactly what's going to happen the first time he misses a tackle. Well, that some bitch doesn't even like football. <coughs> Item nine. DeMarcus Ware had a wonderful weekend. He sang the national anthem. He explained, by the way, for, for he didn't explain, he mentioned. For anybody who says, oh, you know, was he that good? It's deeper than that. When he was on the sideline with the Broncos, the guy that he stood next to all the time was Demarius Thomas, uh, Des Bryant, class of receivers, by the way. They were also friends. Demarius Thomas has passed away. So where is inspiration for singing the national anthem at the Hall of Fame game? Wasn't, boy, am I a great singer, although he's you know better than most. It's, I'm doing this for Demarius. Then he gets to his speech which one of the, certainly the best of the weekend, one of the best ever. And he's saved seats for deceased teammates, including Marion Barber. And he announces his forgiveness of his father, Otis, who was not present in his childhood. And he tells the story over the weekend of being on food stamps, and finding out, finding out from Bo Jackson that if you go to college as a football player, you eat for free. And then he tells the story of being in college and being in the car with his uncle and basically being robbed at gunpoint. Don't kill him, don't kill him, said the other people in the car. The Pro Football Hall of Fame and the voters do uh, some things wrong here. Streaker points one out, Uncle Fish Premium. Hey, how do I get to be Uncle Fish Premium? Circle in the star, ask the fellas, I'll show you how. There shouldn't be a senior, there shouldn't need to be a seniors group, a senior committee, a special, a special group appointed to get in Hall of Famers who we forgot about. Why are we forgetting about them? Why are we waiting 50 years? Chuck Howley, Drew Pearson, Cliff Harris. We're waiting 50 years. No seniors committee. Just vote them in. There's no argument against Chuck Howley and never has been. There's no argument against Drew Pearson and never has been. There's no argument against Cliff Harris and never has been. With all due respect to the people that got in, because I'm I don't believe that you should have to take somebody, not in the Hall of Fame, you know, when we're making our top 10 list. If I got to put him in, I got to take him out. Why do we have to do that in the Hall of Fame? Rondé Barber goes in the Hall of Fame in the same class as Darren Revis, as Daryl Revis. They're not even, they're not on the same level, but Darren Woodson still watches. But the weirdest thing to me about where is Hall of Fame weekend was watching people on Twitter try to tell him he, who he should be thanking. You guys lost your minds? 
He's been building to this for, what is it now? Seven years? Well, in a way, he's been building this for 20 years. And you have the balls to go on Twitter and say, well, it's nice of you to mention Brady James, but I think you should mention, what do you, you think? Who cares what you think? Huffnut says, I got in an email argument one time with Peter King, who was adamantly against Drew Pearson. Peter King, friend of mine. I would love to have that conversation with Peter. I'm sure he's got his reasoning, but I can't imagine what it is. Streaker, what about Cubby Walls? Same thing. My argument for these guys is, what did you want me to do? With, with Everson Walls, by the way, Everson Walls someday is going to be a senior commit. In 50 years, they'll put Everson Walls in. Of course, he'll have been dead for 30 years. And then we have the bittersweet scene, like we did with Chuck Howley, where Chuck Howley not only cannot travel to Canton, he, he has dementia, watching on TV, probably doesn't understand what he's watching. We couldn't have done that for Chuck Howley while he was cognizant of the honor? Shameful. So we have to go up there and it's Bob Lilly who was great. We have to go up there and it's Chuck Howley's son who's, who says in his speech, I hope my dad is watching. If they ever asked me to be on that committee, I would, uh, and, and I mean, I'm not qualified. They're, they're qualified. I'm not qualified. I'm just a broken old sport, broken down sports writer. I'd say under one condition, open this up. There's no ceiling, there's no eight person ceiling. You put in as many people as deserve to get in. Why would there be a ceiling? What if nine deserve it? Why are we putting in eight? What if 20 deserve it? Why are we putting in eight? And let's hurry up and put in guys while they're alive. So we don't have to have guys granddaughters up on the stage crying, accepting the award for grandpa 50 years too late. But once a guy gets on that stage, he thanks who he thanks. He's not, DeMarcus Ware is not, we're not running a democracy here. Hey, Cowboys Media, who do you think I should thank? What are you, out of your minds? <laughs> Item eight. Cowboys fans and Oxnard booed the kickers over the weekend. You'll get your chance to boo them again on Saturday when it matters. Um, I'll, I'll, short leash. Short leash. <laughs> Item seven. So here's this phenomenon, and it happened with Dak, and it happened with Zeke. And we'll touch on both these. Jamie Ochoa, Fish, I've been listening to you for a year and a half, and I'm getting tons of knowledge out of this show. Thank you for that. Spread the word. Fish, Cowboy Nation fish heads. Why is there a new report on Dak's contract, and why is there a new report on... The Cowboys' interest in Zeke. 
Stephen White, feed the fish with likes and subs. Please do hit that like button. It beats the algorithms and gives fish heads in Cowboy Nation the muscle. Todd P, Uncle Fish Premium. There's no better place for cowboy intel than you, Fish. Thank you, Todd P. What happened was a, it's not a new report. It's a new reporter. The Hurt family, they're rehashing the same stories. Ken Lawson, Zeke was at the Dak backyard multiple times. I know. Good. He's working out with his friends. I work out with my friends. That doesn't mean I'm signing with the Cowboys. Pastor of Muppets, the Legion of Doomsday. We have it. The Legion of Doomsday is in the store. Uncle Fish Premium, Uncle Fish Store right below. As I speak to you, there is nothing new on Dak's contract. Nothing. They're, they're, they're talking. They've been talking. They've been talking since February. And there's nothing new. Sid Landrum, I'm Uncle Fish Premium again. Yay, I got back in after my wife changed my credit card number. What? You let your wife run your household? What kind of a... Shh, don't let Marsha hear me. Michael Evans, Uncle Fish Premium. Why do some of the people still believe Dak will not be extended? I don't understand. And it's not automatic, but but they don't understand, Michael, what we've talked about. The plan is to extend him. This season is not a test to see if they'll extend him. That's not the plan. So the phenomenon is this. And it's awfully transparent. And I get it. And I've lived it. You tell the boss, Randy, don't do that to me. Or, or us, yeah, you're, I, I love you to death. Don't do that. The boss sends you on uh, a, a NFL tour, camp tour, okay? How do you justify it? How do you justify them spending the money to send a reporter who's based in Boston to California where he goes on a camp tour. Well, boss, trust me, I'm going to go out there and get one-on-one -on -one interviews. I'm going to go out there and break stories. So the next thing you know, a Boston reporter shows up in Oxnard and reports that the Cowboys are in discussions with Dak Prescott, which is not new. 
and really not news because that's already it's already been happening it's already in place it's not changed this is by the way this is as of 7 19 this morning the only change here is that a new reporter rolled into town and to justify his existence wrote an old story rewrote an old story Item six, Micah suggests that someday he'll disappear to Africa without out of work. Now, Micah had himself quite a weekend. Um, Micah and the Cowboys, kind of as a group, watched D. Ware's Hall of Fame speech. I hope they uh, were, were made aware of what Chuck Howley was and is as well. Um, and so Micah said, well, I'm, I want to go to the Hall of Fame, but I want to, I don't want to just be a Hall of Fame. Here we go. I don't want to just be a Hall of Famer. You know, there's, there's great, there's greater, and there's great. I want to be. Okay, good. That's great. And he probably, he's on that path. Uh, then they had a boxing glove. They were doing a, a peanut punch, punch the ball out. And he had a boxing glove on. And he did a peanut punch so hard that he hurt his wrist. Uh-oh. He says it's nothing. But we'll monitor. And then he said, and this was via an interview he had previously done with GQ Travel. I used to read GQ. Well, I mean, can't you tell? But now it's like three articles and 3,000 ads. It doesn't make any sense. The, the actual magazine. And he says, I've told my friends that someday I'll disappear. And I'll go to Africa. Without a word. And I'm like, my man, Gregory Fish, tell me more about this shirt. Go to the Uncle Fish store. The link's right below. Totally believe that Micah Parsons will roll out of bed one day in, the, in an off season and say, I'm going to Africa. Makes all the sense of the world. Sounds incredible. Do it. But quietly? There's no way that Micah Parsons, the Micah Parsons that we've come to know, won't tweet his head off about Africa. So it will, he can go to Africa. You can go to Africa, Micah, but you will not do so quietly. John Battaglia, Uncle Fish Premium. Everybody, please hit the like button. There's going to be about 13,000 people who watch this program. So yes, uh, if uh, uh, 100 people would hit the like button right now, that would be appreciated. Again, that gives you the muscle inside of YouTube. On the count of three, let's hit the like button. Three, two, and one. Scott Lynn, when's the first preseason game? Saturday, 4 p.m., AT&T Stadium. I'll be there. Item five, you can trash talk your quarterback in practice. Have we established that now? Speaking of quarterbacks, Michael Evans, uh, Uncle Fish Premium gets it. 
the Zach Martin situation has nothing to do with Dak's contract. Nothing. In part because while the Zach slice of pie is established in the Cowboys' mind, the Dak slice of pie isn't completely established. Not there yet. Speaking generally, to use the Jones's vernacular, the pie is only so big. But that's a general thought. The fact is, you can make the pie bigger if you want to push money out. They are trying to avoid doing too much of that, to their credit, because this, this system right now, going forward, is not to their credit in the past, because they've used this system, they haven't won a Super Bowl, so they're not good enough. But this system, there's nothing illogical about this system. They, 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 just gotta, they just gotta get to an NFC Championship game. How about that? Good morning from Kuwait, says Lance. Nice to see one of our greatest go to the Hall of Fame, not to mention two of them. I'm not worried about Micah and where he's going as long as he keeps hitting that quarterback. How's Jalen Tobert looking? Jalen Tobert uh, doing his best to win the number five receiver job. You can trash talk your quarterback in practice. It's normal. It's common. It's been around for a long time. You cannot hit him. Cannot. And the Cowboys need to be very serious. Michael Parsons, as we've said from the for two weeks now, is ruining practices. I'm sorry, my, my mistake on Jalen Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert is the number four receiver. My mistake. I got the wrong Jalen. Jalen Brooks is pushing his way into the conversation. My mistake. Jalen Tolbert. Simi is not close to Jalen Tolbert right now as the number four guy. Isaac, I haven't seen him, but I agree with you. I, I, have, a note, I have not seen him. Uh, the the idea of the idea of visiting Africa is it's it's not that's not a joke. There's nothing jokey about it, except for the fact that Michael Parsons will tweet every single hour of his trip. That's all, as long as you can get a signal. The sticks and stones is not a problem when it comes to. Taunting the quarterback, trash talking the quarterback. The sticks and stones is not a problem. I'm sorry, the sticks and stones is the problem. The sticks and the stones, the names will never hurt him. That's the non-problem. And I've told you the story of Aikman. I've told you the story of Aikman and Haley, and I've told you the story of Aikman and Butch Davis. There's a right way and a wrong way to do this. Joey, if the pie gets bigger now, it will get smaller later. There will absolutely be a piper to pay. The Los Angeles Rams pie right now is pretty small. But they went to two Super Bowls in four years and won one. Jay Recruiter, Micah needs to chill out at practice. Save the energy for January. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the theory. The only way that I've ever seen to get that kind of guy to chill out is to have him, is, is to take him out. 
It's Matthew. Will Greer is beating out Cooper Rush. Not that I've seen. Vincent Miner makes a great point. You play like you practice. Therefore, you got to go, go, go. Right. So therefore, Micah, we're going to give you a few fewer reps. Sam Williams, why don't you go in there? Kelvin Hicks, don't understand why people are worried about what the players say to each other, old-fashioned. You're right. Item four, a vision. And you have to think back to that aforementioned Rams team. When Sue did all the things that he did, and Aaron Donald did all the things that he did, And how Micah and Mozzie, I, I, I can see it. Yeah, not the exact same player. Not, although, I mean, listen, if Mozzie becomes Sue, it, 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 that'd be incredible. Theoretically, possible. And then Micah, of course, doesn't play the same position as Aaron Donald. But Micah is trying to model himself after Aaron Donald in terms of being impactful. And young Sue would be a great way for Mozzie to say, I don't know why, that, that'd be a great person. Young Sue would be a great person for Mozzie to watch film of. And of course, Sue, the borderline dirty player, and Mozzie, the guy who says, I, I, I'm just here to hit you in the mouth. I don't, that's all I care about. Paul Gale, I hope Mozzie isn't dirty like Sue. It's a great point, but you want him right on the edge, right? You want him right on the edge. Guys, we're, we're starting a tempest in a teapot on Will Greer. If Will Greer was better than Cooper Rush, then the Cowboys would play Will Greer above Cooper Rush. Let's not outsmart ourselves here. Now, we're going to see a lot of Will Greer here the next three weeks because I don't think we're going to see very much of Dak. Jory Stewart, chill out and you get hurt. Not if you're standing next to me on the sideline, you don't. Eric Smith, does it seem inevitable that the Cowboys will have to sign a free agent kicker? I think inevitable is a little strong. Let's wait till Saturday. Let's see if there's booze on Saturday based on their performance. But as we know, there are a trio of three to $4 million kickers sitting out there waiting for that call. Item three, we are about three absentee days now from Zach Martin Sitting at home, working out, by the way, not just sitting, working out at home, about three days away from Zach Martin looking in the mirror and wondering if he's winning by proving what will be a $1 million point. He is closing in on $1 million in fines. Captain Birdbrain, I'm wearing my Texas Coast Offense t-shirt right now, and I was the first time I blocked to get one. Kenneth Easley with a great point. Dak couldn't ask for a better practice with Micah chasing him down as long as he doesn't hit him. It's a great point in terms of the challenge. Same thing with the tackles. Micah Parsons is testing them on every play. But our offense still needs to get our playoff. So Micah, you rush the passer and then you veer off. That's how you do it. John Campbell, agent zero will be impactful. Had a good day over the weekend, made a spectacular interception, 
And Micah Parsons is raving about him, basically saying, you know, little brother here. Little brother's following me around. Yeah, it's a good deal. James Worley, Uncle Fish Premium Fish, my wife is here listening with me. Could you simply say, James Worley, I couldn't agree with you more. Chris B, preseason offensive starters. If you're familiar with my thoughts on the preseason, you already know this. And Babe Laufenberg, who knows way more than I do, and I argue about this every summer. I do not need to see real game speed. I don't need to see it. Uh, and the quarterback doesn't need to see it. Tony Pollard, oh, he needs to get hit. That, that's 1970. I don't need Tony Pollard to get hit. I don't need Dak Prescott to pick up the speed of the game. I don't need C.D. Lamb to work on his route running against somebody who's trying to I don't need any of it. I don't need any of it. That's why at the top of the show I said, this is not a game. This is an exhibition. Zemron Vance, fish, my wife doesn't listen. Zemron, there's a good chance, I know you a little bit, there's a good chance that your wife listens to me more than she listens to you. Thank you. Item two, ESPN ripping the Cowboys for their accessibility. This is so weird to me. Are there times, yes, when you as a Cowboy consumer want so-and-so to shut up, want secrets to not be revealed, want a low pro, want uh, bulletin board material, get it out of here, all that stuff, yes. But as a consumer of the Cowboys, you also want to consume. Kelvin Hicks, good God, ESPN is never happy. If the, if the Cowboys didn't give ESPN content, what would ESPN be? How many lumberjack log rolling competitions and women's college curling matches can you show? Biting the hand that feeds you. Jerry, please comment on everything. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Mr. ESPN, uh, diddly, diddly, dee. Why doesn't Jerry ever shut up? Pastor of Muppets, I'm old enough to remember when ESPN reported sports. I asked my buddy the other day, do they even do Sports Center anymore? Because I don't know. Which means I guess I don't care. And item one, and I'll close with this. Are we running some kind of a contest here? Have you ever been, they used to show this on sitcoms in the 70s where uh, it was some phenomenon in the grocery store. Our one millionth customer and you win groceries for life. Does the one millionth sports writer who writes that the Cowboys might re-sign Ezekiel Elliott win groceries for life? Because <laughs> we've got to be up to a million now. We're going to get a winner here soon. Not a winner in terms of Zeke actually signing with the Cowboys, just a winner in terms of the one million sports writer who pretends he has insight into whether or not it's going to happen. Fish out.